Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Meadow Phillips. How are you, Matt? Super. It's Patchy's time. It's our favourite episode of the year. And I checked moments ago. We are recording, so nothing is going to go wrong like that disaster from 2019. It's the Patchy's the, 2021. It's the fourth Patchy's. The fourth Patchy's, but it's the third one to be recorded. The third one that you'll actually see. Still hurts a little bit to this day, because that... I. It's still our best episode, I think. Yeah, yeah, no one is. will ever see. It's just a tribute. Uh, so the Patches, as everyone is undoubtedly aware, because you you came in your masses last year to check them out. I think all ten of you. Um, Ooh, double figures. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the patch is basically our Game of the Year awards. Uh, we'll talk about the things we liked, the things we didn't. We've got a whole bunch of joke awards. We've got a couple legit categories. Then we'll throw to the fun. Then we'll go through our top five or ten games of the year. So let's get the seri- some of the serious stuff out of the way. Matto, what was your best game from another year this year? Oh, my best game for another year? Well, it got re-released this year. Oh, yeah, so- okay. That was the Mass Effect trilogy. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, yes. I'll pay that. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not technically a re- remake because they didn't really remake it. No, they remastered it's, it's, it's remastered, but it's not, nothing like Final Fantasy, Resident Evil 2, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that other one I forgot about. Tony Hawk, that's Tony the one. Because that Spyro was my game crash. of the year. That was my, yeah, that was my game of the year last year, Tony Hawk. It was. Uh, I... It was. I was telling you just before we started recording that I rewatched my, um, uh, sorry, rewatched last year's episode today, and that still caught me off guard when you announced that your number one was Tony Hawk. I completely forgot that you get uh, your game of the year last year was Tony Hawk, and so that knocked me on my feet. Yes, unfortunately, Doom Eternal got outdone by a skateboarding game, but that was That's last fair. year. It's, it's fair; it was a bloody good game. It's a different story. All this those year. memories. No, no remakes this year. In my no Tony Hawk this case. year. No Tony Hawk. Because Activision's Hall. seeing to that. Yeah, that's when everything went. Yeah, we'll not talk about that. Let's carry on. Yeah, we've got more time to to rag on Activision. I'm sure there'll be plenty of it through the episode. All right, for me, my pick was actually one that I basically played at the very end of the year. It was for content that people would have seen on the patched feed even a couple of weeks ago. Uh, God of War and, 2018. Oh. oh, I thought it was the Christmas one. No, no, no. Uh, no I, I went and. I went and replayed God of War because um, Jess was playing the PC version for review. I think I alluded to it last week. I was kind of pointing at the statues you, there you, in the background. You pointed, you pointed at some statue. You didn't specifically yeah. say what statue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I kind of looked in the direction. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was replaying it for... Like, Jess was playing the PC version. I went to play it for on the PS5 to kind of see the 60 frames and all the updates for that. But, geez, that game's still good. For, like nearly four years on it is still incredible so very very happy to be replaying that one so that was my best game from another year that i played and i guess actually i just that key bit of wording at the end there all of our awards are based on what we played so we're not gonna we, we can't sit here and say we played everything we didn't um there's just not enough not enough time and you guys aren't giving us enough money to quit our jobs and do that but and when i say not enough you're giving us none i'll say uh, what buddy uh youtube it's clicks money. yeah all the YouTube clicks. Those, those many cents that we get. Exactly. Hey, we got like $100 in the last 30 days. Good on us. Wow. Well, yeah, we're baby steps. Uh, anyway, so the next one is the best DLC or expansion. Did you play any DLC over the course of the year? I don't think so. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't think I played any 
DLC. That's fair. From that that got released this year, I should say. I had year. the panicked moment that I hadn't, and then I realised that I played both Ghost of Tsushima uh, Director's Cut, so there was oh, the yes. the um the expansion they put in there, but the one that actually got the award for me, which was Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, where they added the whole Yuffie DLC thing there, which was the awesome. Door. Absolutely loved it, and they they the door. the door, yeah, the door. Oh, can you think you can't think of anything didn't play any dlc honestly i don't think i did did you try any of the dlc in shitty witcher because technically that would win did you play, uh, buy no. any of the oh, dlc no no don't no, be stupid because technically it might be one of your worst games that you played for the year but it could also still have the best dlc because it's got no competition no. No. okay good no actually that's not the worst game i played this year oh yeah well you did play um oh, actually i'm suspecting that's going to come up so i'll, I'll leave that alone yeah. All right, well, then our last real category before we get to the fun stuff, the best indie game that you played. Did you have one that you played? Yeah, does, you of course you did. Does Death Door count? Okay, so we're unanimous. Yeah, Death Door. Yeah, it's 100% indie game. Uh, um, Death Door, it is. Yeah, Death Door's a pretty clear and easy winner, and I'm sure it'll come up again later in the episode, so let's move on for right now. All right, the fun stuff. We might just bounce back and forth. I think you've got one more kind of joke award than I do, so we'll we'll work that out when we get to get to the end. But um, I might set the tone and get get things going for for our first oh, award because oh. I've got I've got a few here that I'm really ready to go with. I'm just trying to work out where I want to start. The first the first three or four there's it's like a sh- shit sandwich. No. No, because that would imply the shit's in the middle, and that's definitely not the case. It's the inver- It's an inverse shit sandwich. An inverted shit sandwich. The bread is great. The contents are shit. No. Ooh. No. Oh, who cares? No, it's the other way around. The shit is on the outside. The contents are good. That's better. All right. Um, so kicking things off, the get the fuck out of this industry award goes to goes to ten cent because they are just oh. buying up everyone. Oh. The old. Co- uh, hey, Chinese hey, Communist hey, Party hey, that owns a bit of hey, a... Be careful what you say, all right? Well, they might be listening. The Just Chinese say, government, the, this the, could the communists be, might be listening. This could be the last time... They'll disappear me. At. They could disappear this whole show. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they probably own half of YouTube these days. Um, yeah, they're, might, they're just buying up a steak. You out by them. You never know. <laughs> oh, well, look, that, that'll, that'll cop. Um, I'll sell myself. Well, you, uh, they'll know. The show, they'll the know. Content. Yeah, they'll know straight away if we're being brought out by ten cent. Because the show doesn't get uh, made anymore, we just take our money and run. No, we just say, "Oh, I'd like to thank ten cent for." Oh yeah, um, and there'll be a like a photo of uh, what's the Chinese president's name, dictator's name. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just gonna have a big neon sign there that says ten cent. <laughs> I'm just going to have like a little picture of a 10 cent coin hanging off the thing. And I just, there you go. There we go. Um, but yeah, they, they are the the winners or losers of the Get the Fuck Out of This Industry Award because they are just buying up a bit of everyone and I'm sick of their shit. So congratulations, 10 cent. Matto? Uh, my award is the uh, Point and Laugh At Award. This is just to laugh at those people that have been hanging shit on the other people for many years. And that oh, is... Yeah, okay. PlayStation fans, because they you can't. Clipped, you, play... clipped, you clipped PlayStation fans last year, as I learned earlier. As the third dumbest, but 
Only because of PlayStation fans, because they can't play Starfield when it comes out. Why? Because yeah. <laughs> Bethesda got purchased by Xbox, and all their PlayStation things are like, oh, but we want to play. It's like, oh, so what about all those games on PlayStation? No, you can't have them. No, suck. We got better first party games. Well, guess what, buddy? You're not getting shit. Now. You ain't getting nothing. Maybe we can give you like a baseball game or something. Oh no, no, no. We gave we gave play, we gave the baseball game away. Look, you can't have Horizon. You can't have God of War. You can't have Gran Turismo. You might have something better than Gran Turismo in Forza. But anyway, um, you can't have Uncharted. You can't have the Last of Us remake. You can't have any of it. And fair enough. So suck shit. Keep your Starfields. You know so, what I'll do? I'll play it on PC where I'll use a dual sense just to spite you. No, no, no. I hope, I really hope that if you they put a dual sense controller in, it. it gets rejected. It won't because just like, you can actually just like play Halo app, with it. Just like an Apple product, it just rejects anything that's not Apple. It's like, oh, Sony controller. Well, too bad for you. Is it Apple? No. Get out. <laughs> you can actually play Halo Infinite with one of these, so. Really? Yeah. On PC, oh. it's the Wild West. So, so they still they still develop to support it, and look, you might get Starfield, but we get Ghostwire Tokyo, and Deathloop for however much longer we get to hold on to Deathloop for. No, fair uh, point, fair point. But fair yeah, point. No, fantastic one. Uh, okay, the next one is the the nice one. Uh, best guest goes to Jamie Penning. Um, oh, wait, I've got a best guest as well. Hey, I, I did you? No, uh, no, different one, different one. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jamie Penning uh, being the best kind of third chair guest that we had this year. Uh, he might also be the only one, but he was exceptional for that episode. Um, it was fantastic. And Jamie, I hope if you're listening, and I assume you probably are at some point, every time I hear about you listening to the show, it seems that you're mowing the lawn. So Yeah, um, I was going to say that too. I was like, how, long is his, how big is his lawn? It, it must like... It's a big, it's a big lawn. Big, big block and uh, just constantly gets... He is up in... Queensland, Queensland think, yes. Jamie, yeah. Um, yes. So, like, they get a lot of sun up there. It's the sunshine state. The grass grows fast. You got to mow it every two days. So yes, he religiously up. does it every Tuesday when Patch goes live. I appreciate your support, Jamie, and thanks for coming on the show. And I hope that you come back over the course of the year. Maybe we'll uh, we'll do more more lists uh, like we did last time. We'll who knows what we'll do. Just let us know, and you yeah, more than welcome to come back on. Over to you again, Matto. Well, I'll just quickly pop in. I won't go too much detail. Uh, my best guest was your ghost, but we haven't seen your ghost for a while no, since you moved out to the shed. The ghost the, is gone. The ghost is dead. Um, though I did enjoy, again, watching the episode back. Like We referenced the ghost in one of the awards, and then like 15 minutes later, the ghost came back with perhaps its biggest attack of all Big time um, in, in the last year's patches. So it was good stuff. But that's not my one. My next award is most likely to be a terrible film. Oh. And this goes to the Mario film. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the Un- Uncharted coming up. But yeah, okay, that's fair. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But no, I think just the Mario one, because you just look at it and go, it just looks like it's going to be a disaster. I could be wrong. Go get me wrong. But when you oh, have what, that... Jack Black as Bowser. Um, and, uh, I looked at the cast before. I just what's thought, his oh, name? Seth Rogen's... Um, yeah, Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Chris Pratt's Mario. Chris Pratt, there you go. Um, yeah, there was there was some choice, and Same. some of the some of the reactions videos to the announcement is just elite. Like I've, I, 
I don't know if you've watched any reactions videos. No. I saw the kind of funny one in particular when when they reacted to the announcement, and it was just it was insane. Try, think, try and check I, some of that shit down. It's good. I think the other thing as well, where they came out that everyone was saying, "Oh, Chris Pratt will be." the voice of something something it was just everything was Chris Pratt just, oh yeah it's all Chris Pratt because he, he's a nice guy but when you have like a big star cast like that it's usually a red flag for me on games that's going to be bad always because uh, to me I look at that cast and go they're not Nintendo fans I know Jack Black is I know he's a game he likes games yeah he was in Psychonauts this year again yeah and uh, Brutal Legend as well yeah but to me, that just looks like it's not like something like The Witcher, where the main actor yeah, Henry Cavill loves that. Henry shit. Cavill is a massive Witcher fan, and to me, and that's what's good. I like the second yeah. season of it; it was great. Okay, while we're on that, is because everyone lost their shit for toss a coin to your Witcher. Is the season two equivalent Burn Butcher Burn better or worse? Because I've been Ooh. in this discussion with a few people this in the last few days I think I have to go back and listen to both songs Burn Butcher Burn oh. is so incredibly good and especially when you like you just straight up listen to the song you don't like you take the show out and like it's the proper recorded in a studio version holy shit oh awesome. I better listen to the studio version but to me at the end of that season when they revealed the big person I just thought I knew that already I've played the games it's not a big surprise to me but they're not running in parallel to the the thing it's just like they, they knew that they needed to pull the trigger on that particular villainous cohort at some point um it's just coincidence that they're doing it with the third one i guess no more yeah. than that i won't i won't say more than that that, that itself is probably yeah. spoilish let's not let's not ruin it too much but uh, mario most likely not great that's sonic right. on the, sonic on the other hand oh sonic great. 2 it's gonna be great now I so still have to see the first one, but so you haven't seen the I'm first one. Go see it. Go see it. You don't want to know why it's great? No big stars in it, except Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. But but it's old uh, Cyclops, who's a good supporting character in there, and uh, Blue Hedgehog. That was great. It's gonna be good shit. Yes. Uh, so my next one's a two-parter. It's the worst E3 conference, which goes to Take Two. Take Two, of course. And the worst E3 conference that actually was a conference which goes to Gearbox because of course Take-Two's wasn't a conference so I'm just giving them a little clip by highlighting the fact that they were there but it wasn't a conference and Gearbox's was just horrendous and it was Randy Pitchford just going look it's Chris Rocker look he's here on the set we're making a Borderlands movie um, oh, I must and, then, and then promoted Homeworld 3 50 times during the during the thing like it was just it was sickening I should have crossed out Mario movie and put the Borderlands film because nah, that's going to be nah, 10 times I reckon worse. Borderlands is going to be good. I reckon that'll actually Ooh. be good. Okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'm going to dig my heels in on that one. I reckon, it, I reckon it's going to be pretty solid. But yeah, the, uh, best... Uh, sorry, worst E3 conference, take two. Worst E3 conference that actually was a conference, so there was kind of the normal sort of conference thing to it. Gearbox. Over to you. As I say, a scathing one next. Yeah. So say, if you, oh, mine's an E3 thing too. But if you want to make all your video game movies look good, just watch the Monster Hunter World or the Monster Hunter movie. And don't do that. And don't, yeah, it's rubbish. Don't do that. Okay. My greatest reveal at E3. Oh. Biggest reveal. The best one goes to. He already knows. Yeah. Go on. It's say it. The the fridge, right? Correct. It is the fridge. 
The Xbox it Mini Fridge, get Xbox in get in our lives already. I assume you'll order one the moment it becomes available, right? Oh yeah. Good. I'll be like I'll be like you go for a pre sale for a concert, you sit there, press the refresh button multiple times until it comes up, you go order it, go, and then all scalpers take it. I'm yeah, I'm so worried about the scal- uh, the scalpers getting it when the time comes. Just like the consoles. EB will say it's going to go live at this time, so all the scalpers are ready to go to get the fridges. And boom! How's he? How's EB going to have that many fridges? Going to take up the whole store? Well, they're not that big, apparently. Like you can only fit a couple cans in them. Like they're pretty tiny. Oh, I thought there was like a. uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll have a look into the the dimensions of the fridge. Yeah, we might have to check that out later on. Um, My next one, as I no, actually, I know this one already. Uh, The biggest fuckwit award. It was a tough race between two people, but Eves Gilmo just got, uh, you know, head of Ubisoft, just got edged out by Bobby Kotick because Activision, the state of Activision, is an absolute mess. He is the fuckwit at the top of the tree that is completely ruining that company inside and out. Obviously, there was some stuff that went on at the studios themselves that was an issue, and he didn't go out and you know create all the problems that were going on at Blizzard but he knew about some of the stuff that had gone on and done nothing he has done nothing in response to all the news as it broke he's a piece of shit and uh, the sooner he's out of this industry the better at this point yes he did some incredible things for the company in terms of you know how he turned them around they struggled for years he came in he's been there for I don't know must be like two decades and has made it huge and of course Call of Duty under that uh, under his like a reign has become the biggest thing in business, but was he fuck off. Part of uh, World of Warcraft, or was that someone else? Uh, he would have brought... No, he wouldn't have, but um, they brought Blizzard under their umbrella at that time, so he would have been part of that. Not his idea, but he's brought them in, so I guess you can kind of say yes in a, in a way. What's your next one? Uh, my next award is uh, stick to what you're good at. Oh. So... This is some a company that's tried their hands at something else, and it you just tried your best and you failed miserably. The lesson is never best. try, and that, and that is Google. Oh, Stadia! <laughs> just stick to your search engines, Google. Stay away from the games. Yeah, and, so, and your shitty attempts at glasses. Yeah, and the oh, and the glasses. Oh, I completely forgot about them. They went real well. The glasses. Oh, we're going to do this and do that. Never heard from them since. It just disappeared from the oh, face. Oh, we're just you ahead know. of our time. Neck minute, gone. Yeah. Just stick to your search engines, Google, and your YouTubes and your maps. You good at your maps? Stick to your maps. Yeah, do that. Yeah, Google Maps is good. Yeah. The next one for me is the, this is a complimentary one this time, the Monkey Off The Back Award goes to Microsoft for finally getting some good AAA games out. Halo, Forza, you can count Psychonauts even though it was kind of like it went to PlayStation as well I'll count it because it's their studio these days and it was their money that did help according to um, Tim Schafer it was a lot of Microsoft money that helped kind of keep some of the bosses and stuff they wanted to do that meant that they didn't have to make any little cuts so so we'll count that as well and obviously the stuff that's coming is looking pretty amazing as well and then you add all the stuff that they've they've bought up through Bethesda as well like things are looking good for Xbox so uh, good on you Xbox for finally getting your shit together Yes, it's only taken 20 years yeah. to finally get their stuff together. But hey, ever hey. since the old Xbox One release, where they absolutely did a bad job of it, oh yeah, they've finally come back. 
I mean, look, if, if Halo Infinite didn't go well, that might have killed the franchise. So they they might. Uh, so, like, it's a relief, I think, that they that they helped three four three to get that one right. It also shows what happens when you delay a game by a year when you're sure you're not ready. There you go, magic. And I haven't heard a bad thing said about Halo since it's come out. Outside of some monetization stuff in the multiplayer, but it's multiplayer. It's free multiplayer. You're going to expect some monetization, so whatever. Next uh, up. My uh, next award is uh, the Better Luck Next Time Award. Ooh. This The award goes to the game that tried to play the big guns, same like Google, but just didn't work out. And that is Battlefield 2042. Oh, yeah, okay, right. Because, let's be honest, no one cared about that game when it came out. And even the worst part is I found out, you have to pay for it. You have to purchase it. And then play it. Didn't EA learn their lesson from Star Wars? Yeah. But they sorted that out because someone at Disney was like, hey, you got to fix this shit, this is not okay. They don't have anyone breathing down their necks now, they've just butchered their game. And then they said, hey, guess what? We'll give it to Ubisoft, see ya, bye. Yeah, and um, uh, damn it, I've just got yeah, Quantic Dream with that Star oh, Wars yes. clips and all yes. that sort of stuff. That, and look, even Zynga is making a Star Wars game. Everyone's making Star Wars games. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, like Zynga getting bought up this week, so just, but not by Tencent, which was nice. Take two got him. Oh. Um, the next Take one. Two. The, the best conference at E3. Take oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. If they they should have just said, "Oh, we're buying Zynga and we're going to give you Farville 4. people would have. That would have been it. a massive improvement. Yeah, well, yeah, anything actually. But or maybe not. The the next no. one is the Get Your Rocks Off Award. Goes to Resident Evil Eight because of all the nerds that got rock hard over a certain tall vampire lady. With massive claws. Yeah, yeah, but no one cared about the claws, did they? All these no. step on me jokes and all that sort of stuff. Ugh, it was all a bit over the top. I hate, I hated the whole thing. But geez, it's funny. So the uh, the get your rocks off award is uh, actually. I guess it shouldn't really go to Resident Evil Eight. It should just go to gamers. Creepy. It just should go to like nerdy. under fifteen year olds. Yeah, fifteen and under. That have never played. Like she had a long dress. They wanted to pop in under that dress. They wanted to get stepped on. <laughs> they like it's just. Oh God. That's and I points. know for a fact we say under 15s I know for a fact there are people on the player 2 team that got sucked into the whole yeah I'm glad to say I'm not one of them yeah yeah no you're not neither of us are one of them I, I, I went very quiet in that conversation when it came up I was like seriously like I, have to, I can't ask the question like really? seriously no one like no one could like what the fuck was with all this whole thing and there's a couple of like yeah yeah, I was in on all that one. Um, yeah, about I'm walking that. away. <laughs> I don't want to know what all it is. Right. Um, right. Uh, over to you again. Uh, this one's uh, the best three points of the year. Can't so be NBA. Is... You're not going no, to give I mean, NBA. Oh, definitely NBA. No, it is uh, to Splinter Cell. Hey. Because of the, finally, oh, after three, the three green lights appeared. Very After nice. so many years of us saying, or Paul saying, really, it's going to happen. It's give gonna happen. me a Splinter Cell game. He hoped for many, many years, and then finally, finally, three green lights appeared. <sighs> Happy days. But Ubisoft will, find, Ubisoft will find a way to fuck it up. So, 
Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's only one copy, and someone has to bid for it. Yeah, NFTs. This is the yeah. beginning of the NFTs. I've I I don't know about you. I've not referenced NFTs at all through my awards because I think that's no, gonna be either. they're gonna be me the punchline for next year's patches. I think at this point with all the NFTs. I think, I think we're going to be talking about it a lot next year. About Troy this. Baker and Mike Shinoda breaking hearts everywhere. Your idol. Dead. Dead to uh, the next next one goes to best door. Oh, no, it's it's, no, it's not. not. Fancy. Yeah, it is Final oh. Fantasy. No, it's not. Oh. De- no, it's not Death Store. Congratulations, Final Fantasy VII no. Remake. Uh, that core game, you fixed the door. It, it took the impressive processing power of the the PS5 versus the PS4, but you finally got that door looking schmick. So, congratulations. It doesn't look like a PS1 door anymore. It looks like something developed in 2020 or released in 2020. 2020. Well, that was that was when the game came out. So, over to you again. I've right, got so uh, three to go. Think, uh, four. I got four. That's right. So my next award is the greatest improvement of the year. So this is uh, giving an award to the biggest improvement, and that goes to my internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very nice. Because if anyone doesn't know, I got some. What, what would you call faster internet? Because. At the start of the year, people have forgotten I had to replace my face with Tom Hanks because my internet went just thought, you know what? I don't feel like it tonight. You can get audio, then, nothing more. Yeah, so. we got audio. We started off doing the episode and Paul's just gone, no, I've got to stop. And then we had to switch it out with Tom Hanks. And it for that episode. We had a treat. And then about a week later, new internet came in and then rest in peace, slow internet jokes. Yeah, yeah, it's been a bit sad the last, the last however long it's been, right. close to a year. I mean, even Matt Houston, who had to move out of his house because of renovations, had slower internet than me. I was making fun of him for that. You absolutely should. Yeah, it's not, it's not good for him at the moment. It's pretty, pretty bad. Um, the next one is the I'll have a side of chips with that award. Oh, just referencing the chip shortage. It goes to Nvidia because. They just can't manufacture enough um, processing chips for PS5s and Xboxes and Switches and oh, yes. and everything at the moment. Not to mention all the other chips that are going into all sorts of other software. But they're uh, sorry, pieces of hardware. But they're not too, uh, responsible so much for them. I'll have a side of chips with that goes to Nvidia and I guess AMD as well because they just can't manufacture enough of these things. There's not enough. I think it's silicon that seems to be the issue. Yeah, it's Go a silicon shortage. It's fucking yeah. plastic. It's glorified plastic and you can't get... Like, come on. Yeah. But anyway, if you can't get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X next year, it's because they can't get plastic. Glorified yeah, plastic. Just, just that stuff that gets used in surgeries. Yeah. That's plastic. Um, I've, I've actually managed to come up with enough now so that we've got 10. So over to you. I assume you've got three to go. No. Three, four, yes. I've got three. 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 I've got three. So my next award is bigger than the game. So this is an award for outside of the game that is much bigger than the game, and that is every cyberpunk patch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because okay, I reckon on average the patch is about forty gig, and I don't think the game was even that big when it first came out. Because pretty much, let's be honest, there was nothing in it. And then, then just every update, like, oh yeah, just how massive. big is the list? It's about as big as a novel. 
every patch. He's like, oh, we fixed this, we fixed this. I was like, my eyes were getting sore trying to read through a ball. that many patches. I was like, go I'm looking like... forward to, you know, in 2030, 2040, because I've got a hard copy of that game, I'm just going to put the disc in. I'm going to stop it from downloading any patches and I'm just going to play that piece of shit version that they launched with just for a bit of a laugh. Maybe put it up, uh, yeah, play it I'll two do, plays I'll, if yeah, I'm still I'll doing do the same. Yeah, I'll do the same, but I'm just going to blow the dust off mine first because it'd be like the Jumanji game when they first find it. Just blow oh, yeah, off can, the I dust. I can see mine okay, but that's only because it's a striking yellow case amongst a sea of... With a big statue. Yeah. Oh, the statue's up the top there. I haven't tossed that out yet. I'm sure it'll... I'm sure I'm banking on them actually fixing the game, maybe with the PS5 version and then that beca- that becoming valuable. But until then, just waste of space. Um, my next one is the Stocked Up Award. Goes to GameStop for all the... Remember the GameStop stock yes. that was being bought at the beginning of the year? Yes, yeah, everyone that, bought like, Everyone was... going nuts for GameStop stock. Like, like oh, we've got to sell this to us. Screw you, rich people. We're buying stock in GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> and just completely blew up the market for a good, I don't know, two weeks? Week, two weeks? That was stuff like that. That was a lengthy saga. I was I was really impressed by that and confused because I don't really yeah. understand the the finer yeah, details yeah. of the stock market. I understand a lot things of, on a basic. There's probably level. a yeah. There's probably a lot of people there going, "What is GameStop or Game? Who cares? Like, we can fuck with the, uh, the the market, uh, stock market by doing it. So let's go. So yeah, uh, congratulations, GameStop, on being a very valuable commodity earlier in the year. I don't know where your stock stands this year. Uh, sorry, at this point, I might even just take a quick look. Probably not great. It is a great reveal of how high is their stock? Probably about 40 cents. Or they, they've closed. Out of business. Yeah. No um, one knows. He's looking for it. One year. Made for it. They peaked no. at $347.51 per, per stock. What? Pr- prior to that, prior to that, by the way, just uh, when did it start to creep up? It looks like it actually... There was a very slow kind of creep for a couple of months before before January. But when they were kind of almost at their lowest, really, they were going for about... In April of 2020, they were going for $2.80. $2.80? Jeez, imagine if you had shares then. If you actually you had sold stock. them now. $325 on the 29th of January. And now... Wow. Now it's $116 still. Jeez. So, like... Even if you like, even if you didn't sell when it was going absolutely nuts, which you would have been stupid to if you already owned stock, but like, it's an, it's like it's eighty times its value when it was at its worst in twenty twenty, like a year and a half ago. So go figure. Anyway, uh, that's that's enough financial advice because I'm not qualified to give you any, and I've probably just misled you in a whole bunch of ways. But even in November, it was still going for two hundred twenty eight. Like their stock is, ooh, comp- like it's. It's up three hundred ninety four point seven percent over the past in the past five years. Yes, we're now turned into a um a stock. Uh, podcast I'm looking now. at market summary GameStop Corp on Google Finance. Oh, Google Finance, see Google? That's what you yeah. stick to. Just finance, stick maps, finance as well. and searching search That's engines it. and YouTube's. That's all you need. Ah, now finally, my right, second last, my second last award is the biggest letdown of the year. This is the award that really let us down in a moment of important moment of time, and that is Discord. 
Oh. <laughs> if, if anyone does remember, we were doing an episode last year and all of a sudden Discord just crashed. Honest. Never never heard, had it happen ever before. Never seen ever. anything like in, it. Never really heard probably, of it. In probably the 100 episodes we've done online through Discord, not once has it even thought about crashing. Yes, my internet was slow one night. Paul's ghost appeared every now and then. But never has it just gone, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm shutting it down. And we weren't sure if it was my end or Paul wasn't sure if it was his end or Damo wasn't sure. We messaged like, did Discord go down? We all said. We think yes. so, yeah. Googled it, got the confirmation. It. I think it was you, old, if I recall, that sent yeah, the screenshot through. Screenshot, you just see this little, it's just like uh, GameStop shares, just same thing coming just, along and then it just crashed <laughs> just went straight up and yeah then, good times good good, good times that was and since then hasn't happened once just just the one off but we never know just wait could happen no <laughs> yeah let's, let's not let's not jinx it we're part of the way through the patches uh, my next award goes to the best stable which is this shed Oh, nice! Because as people have been pointing out, that I'm, I a, believe, I'm a Sony pony. And I believe it's called Paul's Secret Lair. Yeah, and just outside, out the back. So, Paul's Secret Lair, out the back of his house, also known as the shed, the Sony pony stable. Um, so yeah, that's that's a little self high five for that one. Go me. Um, over to you for your last award. Ah, so this is the big one. My last award is biggest foot in the mouth moment. So this is no, somebody, no. company, person, whatever, that made fun of someone else and then, well, I, could, I should have actually said shot in the foot moment. Oh, yeah, okay. Shot in the foot. They made fun of someone else for doing something wrong and then they did it themselves. And that Was is... Was it my old co-host? No. Operation PlayStation? No. Picked on no. poor old Philip Mewson for being a plagiarist, and it turns out just as bad. But anyway, let's no. see a dash. But no, this is uh, this goes to Rockstar. Oh Cause, yeah, because okay. they because they ripped into CD Projekt Red for their terrible release of Cyberpunk. Then they released the GTA trilogy, and it was a mess. Absolute disaster. Absolute disaster. So congratulations, Rockstar, you. Really shot yourself in the foot in that one. Nice job. That's fair. And my final award is the press any key to jump, punch, kick, anything award. It goes to Balan Wonderworld. Because in that game, you can press any button you like, and that's your jump button. Like oh, it's yeah. basically that, any uh, button. Like just, you know, so it you is defi- it it's the definition. It is the definition of the Simpsons. Press any key. It is such a horrible game. Uh, uh, do you understand draw distance? No. In games, not at all, one hundred percent. But it's inverted in this. Like it's completely bad. Like there's just this is. Oh, it's the game from the guy who made Sonic and all that sort of. It's just a, an absolute turd. One guy. Like the, huh. Just one guy that made Sonic. Oh no, and a, and a team, but um, wow. like he created a studio, Balan Studio, I believe it was because the, like, it was going to be the next big thing. Well, the game was an absolute piece of shit, and he's closed the studio already. Oh, no. That escalated quickly. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> so, 
that's that's that. Right, those are our lighter, fun, a couple of complimentary things. Not not a hundred percent kind of on normal topic sort of awards. We've, we've got all them done. So now we'll throw to our top games of the year. Now we we had had a chat about this beforehand. I've got ten games. Maddo's got five. So I'll count through mine from ten to six, and then you can oh, jump in from there. Well, well, before we start, I'll I'll put in my worst game of the year. Oh, okay. I didn't even. No, it's just fine because I don't have 10, so I've got 5, so I threw it a worst game. So my worst game of the year goes to Mario Golf Super Dash. That's only because you haven't played Battle of Underworlds, but okay, that's fair. It's just nah, terrible. Horrible. Yeah, even, the golf ball, even the golf ball wasn't even worth a purchase. Uh, the one that JB was giving away. Yeah. Even that shit golf ball. I don't know. I don't, know where, don't even know where it is. I've got golf clubs. Maybe I should whack it around. What was the worst game that I played? Oh, probably Santa's Workshop. But I got two oh, platinums out of it, so who cares? Um, um, right. Counting down my... Again, from, from 10 through to 6, and then we'll bounce back and forth from then on. So number 10 for me is Halo Infinite. Um, the Chiefs finally back. 343 did an exceptional job. Finally, finally... As I kind of referenced before when we were talking about the Xbox AAA games, they finally kind of got everything right, and that franchise seems well and truly back on track so super happy about that number nine for me is it takes two some of the best some of the best co-op fun that i've had all year uh it's a weird one to sit and play with your wife when it's kind of exploring the relationship of a couple a couple who's like their relationship's falling apart now it has a kind of positive ending at the end there so whatever but like it's it's a weird one as they're kind of squabbling and arguing amongst themselves like hmm this is not great for the two of us, but it's as a game though it's it's amazing. Like what what Joseph Farris and the team did, um, like they just it's a new mechanic for this whole section. And then once you finish that section, it never comes back. But it doesn't matter. Like they just keep reinventing what the game is over and over and over again over the course of a you know fairly short sort of a game. So good on them for that. And obviously they won the game awards. That was a nice little bow on top for them and everything they've done. But the Patches yeah. Award in the top was- ten. I think more surprising thing was is that a lot of people said co-op was dead. I would say that once and thought, here we are. I've got two games on this list can be played in co-op, but whatever. Oh no! Well, and Halo, I guess, will sometime next year as well. There's two things: co-op game and EA game yeah. of the year. Who would have yeah. thought? Yeah, who'd have thought that EA won a game of the year thing? But anyway, well, um, yeah, it takes two for me is number nine. Number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy. It was oh, yes. great fun to play. Music was amazing. Um, like the licenses, all the licensed tracks that they got, but also their own soundtrack was awesome. Uh, the gameplay was basic, but it was fun. The story was what really won me over with that. It was so well told. It was just, it was a blast to play through and, and explore. So keen to see an inevitable Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at this point. Um, hopefully it doesn't take too long. They've decided to pivot to a four-day working week. So that's uh, 20% less game development time every week. We'll see what happens. But is it a twenty cent, twenty cent, twenty percent improvement? I hope so. Like I will totally put all my faith in them for that to happen. But uh, at the moment, we've got no evidence, so we'll just see what happens. Number seven for me is Tales of Arise. Would have been higher had it not been for the last, oh, I don't know, ten hours being far too bloated. That is, I mean, it's the best JRPG I've played all year and yeah it really just got in its own way at the end there when they was like oh shit you're near the end we better dump all of this um, narrative on you <coughs> sorry um, 
they just dumped a whole ton of exposition and all those sort of things and tried to explain everything that was going on in the world in this last and something that should have been maybe an hour or two to wrap it up became 10 to 15 like it was pretty pretty bad at the end there but um, like I loved um, overwhelming majority of my time with it played a treat it's done huge things for that franchise keen for more number 6 for me and then I'm going to toss over to you to start us as we go from 5 down to 1 is Returnal um, oh yes not not big on the the roguelike roguelite roguelite sort of genre typically but Returnal ticked all the right boxes kicked my ass it hated me um, but I loved it back a tortured relationship an abusive relationship the game hated me but I just fell more and more in love with it throughout the whole time so uh, and now Housemark's been bought by PlayStation so keen to see more in the future alright Matto what's your number 5 All Right, my number 5 is Scarlet Nexus oh yeah okay I still want to play that yeah well yeah well I sort of started off I thought oh I don't know it's a uh, I think it's more the style of the game. I thought, oh, I'm probably not going to get into this. But then I remembered I played Astral Chains, and then it's kind of has some similarities to it. Yeah, okay. Astral Chains is better. I'll put that out there. And yeah, enjoyed that. It's some of the stories a bit, or the, what I say, cutscenes. Cutscenes are a bit boring. But the combat itself is pretty damn good. Sweet. Yeah, actually, I really yeah. enjoyed that when I played the demo. Yeah, it's a. And that's my number five because there's no way in hell I'm putting twelve minutes in at number five. That's no twelve minutes can fuck off. Though I'm no. going to try it out soon on PlayStation. That's just yeah. <laughs> For me, number five is Cana Bridge of Spirits. Um, really, really powerful storytelling and a really nice throwback to that kind of PS2 era style platforming. Um, the only real criticism I've got of that game is that Kana's jump is far too vertical. It's like a little, it's. Uh, like a Luigi jump. Well, we talk about Super Mario Brothers two. Oh, yeah, it's just like think the difference between Mario and Luigi and how they jump and the, like they might yeah. uh, like Luigi doesn't quite go as far do. because he's got more of an upright vertical sort of jump and that like it doesn't feel quite right um, with with Kana to have that sort of a jump. So that gave me the shits a little bit, but everything else about it's just exceptional and. Um, adored it at the time went back chased down the platinum just before the end of the year because I really wanted to and just needed to find the opportunity Ch- even chasing down the collectibles was fun so that says a, a lot about it that's my number five Matto over to you for number four uh, my number four this was my game of the year at I'd say a quarter through last year until some other games come out that was Monster Hunter Rise oh yeah okay um yeah, it felt like Monster Hunter World and it played pretty much exactly the same and That's don't care because I enjoyed, nah, I enjoyed Monster Hunter World and I enjoyed this too. I mean, there's this cool things like the um, the new uh, the new bug, I've just gone blank on its name. Oh, yeah, you know, I know the bug. The one you can kind yeah. of grapple to give you that extra verticality. There's the oh, Palamute as well. Say, not, the wire bug. Wire bug. Fire bug, yeah. Um, like they, they added that in there as well so that, that there was some cool additions yeah it's only a half step forward for the franchise but it was really really good and I got to play it again recently on PC loved it there too so well, well I'm going to lock in my uh, DLC for next year DLC next year yep it's already there can't wait to get Demo back for sun, yeah. uh, to talk Sunbreak and maybe finally we'll all do a play two plays of a Monster Hunter game together after two, what, almost two to three years we said that? Yeah, we I skipped, remember well, we we skipped Iceborne, we skipped the, the core game of Rise, but Sunbreak, we'll do it. Oh, I'm in. 
We could finally after. I don't God know how we get the chat going. We might have to like, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, so for me, number four is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Because Ratchet and Clank was amazing. Like it's just it, it didn't do anything super revolutionary, and certainly the way they marketed things, which is like when you jump through the rifts, and you know it's just going to be instantaneous, and it's um, like look what it's doing with the PS Five was a bit of a lie in the sense that it was like every time they did that it was a bit of a scripted moment oh my god you couldn't Miss just cutscenes in it from a game trailer my god yeah like I mean it's impressive tech but it's not like you could choose where you were going you got taken to a place instantly so they, they knew they could load it up in advance so like it's a little bit of a cheat but it's still it was still pretty impressive but you kind of can see through the through the facade a little bit but everything else about it, like it's just exceptional it's one of the best Ratchet and Clank games I've played loved every moment I spent with it number four for you number oh, three wait, no sorry you're number three number three for me is Metroid Dread right got around to that and had a lot of fun with it loved the movement of it the combat the shooting everything about it it's just old school Metroidvania coming back and being oh. amazing well, I never played the old school ones because I started playing Metroid Prime, but everything about it, there's those sort of key elements from Metroid Prime, which is your combat, your shooting, your grappling, your ammo capacity upgrades, your all that there. Your backtracking, your upgrading of suits and power devices and all that. Still felt like a Metroid game, even though there was no Metroids in yeah. the game. Or old Ripley or Ridley whatever its name is didn't really care couldn't Ridley. care less about it who? Ridley 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 um, no awesome choice uh, for me number three and we don't have to spend much time with this because you've just discussed it uh, was Monster Hunter Rise it's amazing what's your number two? my number two surprisingly is Forza Horizon 5 yeah because, I can see that I mean people love because, Forza Horizon is because to me, like we said, I loved it. I'm I'm not a car fan. However, I had it just made me want to drive, just drive around, do stupid stuff in cars I couldn't care less about. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And when and when you sort of do that with me, like I didn't even care what cars is. Like, oh yeah, that's a nice looking car. Or hey, I, that's the stupidest looking car I've ever seen. I want to buy it. It just and so you did it, and I did. And yeah, I, an awesome I should really, I should really get back to playing it because I haven't played it for a while. So, I should really get back into that and just buy more silly cars and wear silly hats. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I love my time with it. Like, it couldn't crack my top ten, um, but I adored my time with Forza Horizon Five. So, and like now, when six inevitably rolls along, I'll be there day and date. Like, I don't need convincing anymore. I'm, I'm convinced about Forza Horizon now. Finally, uh, number two for me again. You've just discussed it, Metroid Dread. Uh, so again, it was amazing. Love my time with it. Uh, the best AAA game I played all year. Number one, I think we're on the same page. Yeah, we are. We've been, we've talked about it all year last year. Yeah. You, I've you, not been, you had, I've it, not been you had it as your it. number one. I had it as my number two. I said Monster Hunter Rise. Until I played it more. And I thought, nah, this is number one. Death Door. Death Door. Is... Who would have thought that we would agree on the same game that wasn't a triple A game? Yeah, I mean last year last year we couldn't have been further apart with Tony Hawk and then me with The Last of Us Part Two. 
But this year, Death Door was 100% on the same page. And if Damo was here, we would have forced him to play it already and he would have agreed with us. And if he did it, we would have made him. We would have kicked him off the show. That's okay. it. He's already disappeared, but we would have kicked him off the show formally. Just just for a week. Yeah, just sit down. Have a sit, just have a sit down and have a think about what he said or what your num- why your number one think was about that. about what you've done. What it should have been. <laughs> it checks out. Um, I mean, everything about Death's Door is just a masterclass. The music, the gameplay, the story is a little bit whatever, but it's like, especially when you dive into some of the, the end game stuff at the end, which I guess you probably haven't done much of that uh, done much of that yet. No, actually you did get 100, I did, 100%, 100% of it, it on Xbox. I know about the, the, squid, the journey of the squid. Yeah, right. So you've but just got the umbrella run to do. Yeah, just the umbrella. But let's not forget about our favourite character, Pothead. Oh, Pothead. The the man, the myth, the legend. Pothead. We can't just... By far, my most favourite... I don't know, what would you call him? He's not, a, he's not really a sidekick. He's just a... He's NPC. a character. He's an NPC. NPC. Just, That'll do. Um, yeah, pot, Pothead's an absolute champion, so... Who would have thought? But like, everything they've done in the game. like Every single character is there, and they're well-written, they make sense. They've taken what they've done with the kind of boss rush mode from uh, Titan Souls, their last game, and they just added like a video game to it. Like they added the rest of the stuff. They added a world to explore. They added, you know, moment to, like basic moment to moment combat. They did all the right things. So an easy, an easy game of the year. Um, and... Oh, not consider to the Gamer Rewards, they didn't give it a bloody game. Best, no, they didn't give it a gig. Um, but everyone else has at least got it in their kind of top whatever. So it's getting proper recognition from everyone else. So suck shit, Jeff Keighley. Wow. Yeah. Now, also, if you can make that. us a judge for next year, we'll make sure mistakes like this don't ever happen again. Ooh. Thanks, Jeff. Um, all right. That's the patches for... 2021 2022 oh 21 last year yeah I don't know whatever we call it I think I, I think I think 2021 is right the patches oh, are done for you. another year please let us know if you've got some really funny little awards that you've got let us know in the comments um, or social media let us know what your top games of the year were what your game of the year was that like we're all fascinated to hear what that was again the correct answer is Death Store if not we don't really care what if you have not, to say gift doc get out yeah Get on, get on the bandwagon or get the fuck out. Whatever your number two was, fair enough. Number yeah, we'll three, accept that. Fair enough. We'll accept that. Number one, is Death Store. We don't accept anything but Death's Door. Maddo's going to do give, his umbrella run this year. Give, yes, unless you can give us a valid reason why your game of the year was better than Death's Door. And I'll guarantee you... You don't have a valid reason. You're wrong. Nothing will convince us. Yeah, 100% agree. Um... So yeah, Mano's going to do his umbrella run this year. Look for that on the Player Two Plays uh, YouTube. Ch- uh, sorry, on the Player Two YouTube channel um, under Player Two Plays. There, that's going to be really fascinating because D- uh, Doug's got to slap a beer ready for you. You just got to you just got to do your bit to claim it. Gotta do my part and uh, do it. But yeah, that, that's it. Uh, any other thoughts? No, not really. Sorry. I just think I think hopefully there's some more gaming news that I can remember this year and actually write it down when it happens. Not. I just but Googled yeah, top just new gaming for, news. Yeah, so do I. I did the same thing. And I'm just trying to think off the top of my head going, what happened this year that I can remember? 
Yeah. And the only thing I could remember was Rockstar being dickheads. That's. I need to make a mental note for myself right now that today I sold my couch. Someone came in, they took it, that's gone. I'm playing two and a half embargoed games at the moment and don't have a couch to sit on to play them. So that's going to be fun. Oh, no. You got a chair? Just. I could, yeah, I could, I could, I could maybe wheel this in. I was just taking a little. Milk crates? The statues for a moment. You use there. milk crates, kitchen chair, the floor. Yeah, no, anyway. don't use the floor. Don't do the there, there is like one bean bag in the house that I could maybe sit in as well. That'd that'd be cool. Like going back to when I was like seven. Oh, yeah, bean bag game, and I haven't done that for a while. Should. Oh. Anyway, um, so I'll just have to make a little mental note of you know playing on playing on on the floor or something like that, and see if I can come up with some creative award, best game to play in a bean bag. I don't know, whatever it ends up being. Anyway, um, that's the patches for for this year done. Let us know your thoughts on what we've nominated, what we've awarded, what yours, uh, what your ideas were, and again, why Death Door was the best game of the year. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way, you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes patched, more uh, sorry, player two plays. I've done Plat that, made that mistake several times. Patched. It is called platched. Platched. Yeah. Platched. Platched. Uh, patched player two plays, game school, and a whole bunch more. There's some awesome stuff there. So please subscribe and go and check it out. Visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, Platched, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player 2 You can get a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter. Matto? Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for me. The website's player2au. And until next week, uh, which will be finally, uh, because we I, I don't think we did one in December, Finally, an updates episode. It could be a big one. Oh, yes. Thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you later.